Okay, so I don't know what this what this was or what happened, but I woke up this morning and I was praying and I had felt, you know, what I usually feel. I had felt like this feeling of um, like a dark spirit around me, negativity, praying, wickedness, like praying on somebody. And, you know, just hate. And it's like they're enjoying it. They're enjoying every second of it. But, um... But um, all I know is um, it was just it's just been this way for a couple of weeks, and like I think that they're trying to, they're really trying to get to me. Whoever it is is really just trying to get to me. I don't care what they say; they're trying to get to me. And it's like you know, I just wanted to feel pain. I just want to hurt her. You know, I hate her. I can feel it. Like, I hate her. I hate her. And it's like you know. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of being in that environment. I really am. I'm tired of being in a hateful environment. I'm tired of being surrounded by hate all day. Everybody's just like hateful, so hateful. And I have to fight them all day about it. And it's like, you can never beat that. Like, they're just never going to run out of time and energy and, you know, reasons to be hateful and angry. And it's like, I'm tired. I'm tired of, I'm tired of being in that environment. I don't want that. I don't want it anymore. I don't want it anymore, and I don't care. I really don't care because, like, I'm trying to do what the Lord has called me to do. I don't believe he's called me to be tortured by hateful people just because they're hateful. I don't think, I've never been able to make that make sense in my mind. As much as I pray to God and ask him, God, why do you have me here? What is it here that you have me for, have me here for, and what is it that you need for me to do? That has never been brought into perspective. It has never worked out in my mind. I don't trust it. So, I just, I can't be in these hateful environments anymore. I can't do it. Like, they're, you know, they're just so, you know, I feel like adamant about torturing me and me, like, like everything that I do in God's name, everything that I do in God's name, it's like they're right there just growling, so hateful, so jealous, so, you know, obsessed and, you know, extremely just resentful, resentful, bitter, hateful, jealous, all of these different things. And you would think after all this time, I built up this defense where it's like I'm just not affected by it anymore, but my heart is not hardening, softened. And, you know, it's, I just, you know, I guess I have to use the power that the Lord has given me in order to not be affected by these things. And, you know, 
when I'm not using, I guess I'm covered for a while, but I am affected by these things. I'm affected because they are, you know, I don't know. They are just, as I said, hateful. And I was just thinking about this, bringing this into perspective yesterday. Like, you know, they're feeling as if I have to take my spy. And I've taken it so many different times. And they've still done everything in their power to keep me away from it and keep me out of it. Then they try and give it to somebody else and say, well, if she's, if this person is just a better if this person's just a better, um, you know, fighter, if they just better than you, if they just took it from you, then I guess that's just what it is. And it's like, they didn't take anything from me. Each and every single last one of y'all have been plotting on me and jumping me each and every single day to, you know, keep me from being in this position. Nobody's taking anything from me. Y'all are all doing everything on power to keep me out of this position. And... It's just not okay. It's not okay for you to say they're they're just better than you. They're not better than me. Nobody's they're not better than me. It's just like they're just not. It's just what it is. And it's like I guess at the end of the day what they're trying to say is like if you were meant to have it, then no one be able to take it from you. But it's like I don't I don't understand how I face so many different adversities that other people just do not have to face. I'm looking at other people who are surrounding this you know, same thing. They're not ever in this position. They'll never be in the position. That's a fact. But I'm looking at other people in, you know, these, you know, around these different things. And nobody is giving them that much of a hard time. Nobody's doing these different things. And, you know, I know it's because of me being a woman. And I remember hearing myself tell my brother yesterday. I was like, you know, I think that you have a calling. I think that you have anointing on your life. I think that you are favored as well, which is why they oftentimes hate you just as much. I catch them almost trying to harm you and bring harm to you and steal your destiny just as much as they want to steal mine. And you need to take advantage of that. You need to understand that they're never going to, you know, be on your side. They're never going to accept you, even if you do do it that way or go that way or sell yourself to the devil or whatever because I believe you've had ties in these things as well but they're still treating you that way treating you like a flunky treating you like you know you got to be up underneath them like you cannot you know do anything on your own accord like they have to be involved in everything that you're doing and like you know like you're just like a slave to them or something you have to do everything with them like you have to share everything with them and all these other things i'm like if they're treating you like that you done you did everything that they have done if not more or you are doing what they've said then you should already know that they're not going to appreciate you know they're never going to appreciate you they're jealous of the anointing in your life it's nothing that you could do to be accepted they try to do the same thing to me try to tell me i have to sell my soul and stuff and i know that they were saying that the reason why i'm being treated this way is because i've never given my soul to the devil and i'm faithful to god and i already knew by the way that they were acting and how they were preying on me and how disgusting they were acting how the how the demons that were possessing me were just breathing down my face down my throat down my neck I already knew how that was happening, that they just wanted to destroy my destiny, and they still would have never changed. They would have treated me the same way. They would have pretended as if they would have treated me differently, but they would have still treated me the same way because Satan is just jealous. He hates the favor on your life. He's jealous. 
He's hateful. He was never planning to, you know, give me anything. He was never planning for me to be happy. I'm going to be tortured no matter what I do. I'm going to be hated no matter what I do. I'm going to be, you know, tormented no matter what I do. Whether I had chosen their side or God's side, whoever side, I'm going to be hurt. So my only chance is with God, period. Because at least he's doing it out of love. At least he's doing it in order for me to be made better. At least he's doing it so that I can grow into the woman that I've always dreamed of being. Satan, he never wants me to have any of that. And then he wants to be able to enjoy torturing me the entire time for the rest of my life. And then for the rest of eternity if he has his way. I can't stand it. So, um, all I know is, um, I woke up this morning I woke up this morning and um, something happened. I don't know what happened. I was just feeling, you know, like something was going on and. You know, there were people around me doing all kinds of stuff that I would never allow. But it's like I almost have to right now because I'm on a mission and I'm waiting on the Lord. And every time I threaten to give up, it's like, but but then you're not going to, you know, you know, you have to wait till this. You know, you have to wait till that. And I'm just like, you know, why is God torturing me? Why is he torturing me? Like, I don't approve homosexual relationships. I don't approve approve of child molestation. I don't approve of child rape. I don't approve of child murders. I don't approve of the sin, the sin that these individuals around me are living in. I don't approve of it. I'm doing everything I can to fight it. So why is he treating me like I'm the one who actually wants this stuff to happen? It's like he's taking it out. He's always taking it out on me. He's always taking it out on me. I have to suffer for what they're doing because I have to be the responsible one to whom much is given, much is required. And so I am the one who has to take the fall for everything. It's not fair. It's not fair. But, you know, that's, you know, favor. Favor is I trust you with it. And so I'm asking you what happened because you have the power to stop it. I'm trusting you with the power to be able to stop it. That's what you are supposed to be using it to do. And if that's not what you're using it to do, then I'm blaming you. What is it being used for? Or why isn't it being used for that? But it's still, like, overwhelming.
lately I've been hearing that they're, they're saying different things like, you know, um, I have this sort of power, you know, to like, you know, help someone to like make love, you know, like they can be used to like make love to somebody and they've been using me for that. You know, just abusing my love for people because I would not want to see harm done to them or I would not want to hurt them. So they'll be like, so you're not going to hurt me. You're not going to kill me. And I know that. And you still have to do your work. So I'm just going to get in the way of your work, knowing that you're not going to hurt or kill me. And every single time you go to do whatever it is that you need to do, I'm going to make everything difficult for you. I'm going to be in your way all the time. I'm just going to be a hindrance to you. And I'll be like, well, you know, They know that I'm not going to kill them. So it gets to a point where it's like I'm tired of having to hurt them, tired of having to, you know, bring harm to them. They don't ever get tired of being wicked. So it's like, you know, they're just abusing my love for them. Where it's like, you know, this is a lesser evil. It's a lesser evil for me to help them, I guess, like, you know, make love to their partners instead of, you know, having to continuously torture them and whoever it is that they've dragged along with them in these wicked plans in order to stop and keep me out of the Lord's presence or keep me from conquering these these demons and doing whatever is necessary in order to protect the Lord's people and bring as many people as possible in the rapture. Now, of course, I do everything in my power to fight them anyways. Like, I don't want them to have anything. I really don't do anything like that for them. And I don't even know how really true that is. But, um... I've just been hearing it, and it's like it's still repetitive, and it's it's still going on. So I don't know. Maybe that's what's happening, and then with this situation, it feels like there's two men who want that. It was At first, it was a man and a woman. You know, usually it's men and women. I still don't even approve of that because it's like you're wasting my power. You're wasting my time. If you're, you know... If you had, you know, if it were meant for you to happen for you, just period, it would. You can't just keep trying to extort that from somebody. You know, it's frustrating me. But, um, now it's like, now now you have, this is why I don't do it even, even then, even when it's then, even when it's to a man and a woman, because it's like, You've extorted it. Now you give other people the idea that they can extort things like that for me. And you don't understand the ladder that that goes down. Because, yeah, it starts off the way that you're doing it. But then it's like people want to, you know, just extort it with people that, you know, adulterous relationship, cheating, fornication, all kinds of things. And somebody's coming to me like, you helped them have sex with somebody they were cheating on me with. You helped them do this. You helped them do that. And it's like. They extorted me like you extorted me. Because y'all, it never stops. Sin just continues until it's full grown and it just overtakes you. You're, it's, you're now you're under, now you're under, you know, you're enslaved to sin. It just never stops. It always continues and I'm tired. Like it's always elevated to so much more. It's always branching out to so much more. And like, why is God not helping more? Why is he not helping more? Why is it always my fault when I'm wrong? So, you know, this morning, I don't know what happened, but something happened. And all I know is just, like, my power was used to do something. Something broke off of me. 
And it was like, hmm, I'm actually, you know, surprised that you still had the balls to do that. And I realized, like, that's not me. It wasn't me that even that even did that. And whoever it is that did it, you know, they did it because it was convenient for them. And it's just showing me that all these different people around me, they could have been helping more. They could be doing these things, but they don't. They do it when it's convenient for them. And they're using me until it's convenient for them. And I'm tortured and I'm suffering for these people every single day until they want to help when it's convenient for them. And usually that's only when somebody else has hurt them or somebody else has exposed them or somebody else thinks things like this is funny. You know, it's like people are beefing and having a whole war over, not over me, but around me, surrounding me, with me right in the middle. And I don't have anything to do with it. And I'm having to suffer the consequences just as much as anybody else. I'm taking blows from both sides. Over here, this individual is upset because it's like I'm being used as a pawn in this in this battle. Over there, it's the same thing. And I have to suffer. And they're using the power that I've worked so hard for, the power that the Lord has given me to help people, to hurt people. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. Like, if you could do that, if you could just randomly do whatever it is that you just did, break something off of me, then you could just set me free. I'm here, like, enslaved. I'm here, like, captive. Like, I'm kidnapped. I don't even want to be here. I've said that a million times. They rape me. They torture me. They abuse me. I don't even want to be here. And you can do that. You just did that when it's beneficial for you. You know? This what I mean. This usually what I mean. But I shouldn't... I should have already known that. Like, I already knew that the process of this was, you know, getting my guard down. So that things like this would hurt me. When I already knew this is how everybody is. Nobody cares about me. They all left me to die. I only had God. I should not even expect this this much for them. I should be grateful that they even did that. Even though they only did it for their own selfish reasons. I should be grateful that it benefited me. Because at the end of the day, I only have God. They're never going to do anything just for me. So, I'm frustrated, but that's cool. That's cool. But this is why I operate the way I operate, and I usually don't care what nobody thinks, and I be trying to care. I be trying to care. People be like, why won't you listen? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you changing the way you do things? Why are you always doing things the same way you don't listen? When nobody say you only want yes men around you. This is why. Because y'all don't care for me. You don't do nothing for me. Everything that you're doing is based on your own agenda. You're only doing things to benefit yourself. You don't care about me. This is why I don't listen to lies. I don't listen to lies say I care about you. I'm here for you. I will, You know, any of these things like that, I don't. This is why, so.
it frustrates me, but this is like, you know, this is how it is, it's what it is. And while I'm steady trying to fight to get to the Lord, I'm being kept out of the Lord's presence by each and every single last family member that calls themselves family. They can't love him. And now death, you know. Okay, so today, interesting things started happening, and I already know, you know, what's going on here. Um, <sighs> revenge. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, and so I don't even get into that and maybe these individuals who are deciding that revenge is the best you know plan of action don't necessarily agree with that obviously but um I don't want to do it that way I don't want to taint my heart I want to taint my soul with revenge it's it's this unfulfilling you know you never get enough and it never solves anything so you know, it's it's seemingly just a hindrance, an obstacle to hold you back. The only way to move forward, the only way to prevail, the only way to break out and break free of those chains is to forgive. And I forgive. I would rather forgive. I would rather repent. I would rather, you know, give it to the Lord. I don't want these things, you know. So, you know, I knew that the plan, which was told to me a few weeks ago, was for my mornings every day I get a little bit of information just like fractioned out over the days that will possibly hopefully if things go the way these individuals intend will will stretch to a few more years and you know what that actually adds up to the prophecy that was told to me in 2020 on Halloween, I believe that a curse was placed on me to keep me locked into this, whatever this is, until I'm 29 years old. And I didn't want it to, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't accept that, you know. So, feels like they're trying to do that anyways, I believe. Early this morning, I was told a little bit more information, which I cannot even remember at this point. But um, I went this morning to go get coffee and just to meditate on the word of the Lord. Of course, there's a block keeping me from meditating on the word of the Lord. And I don't want to break free of it, which I should want to break free of it. That's the only way to prevail past all of this. But I don't want to break free of it because I understand that there are people in the midst of it that, in a sense, that will be hurt or harmed in the process. And I don't want to risk that. And I know that that's the plan. If we put this individual that doesn't deserve it right there in the midst of the problems or the issues and this individual knows that the Lord will be hurt by this individual being hurt, but these other people may deserve it, then this will hold this individual back from moving forward, you know, how they otherwise would have. If, of course, you know, there were none of God's children in the midst of the battle, so... It hurts me because they're using this individual, but at the same time, they're also using me. 
And I already knew that there, it was a revenge plot because weeks ago I heard them say, I told you there was going to be consequences if you made her drop out of culinary school. They made me drop out of culinary school because they don't want me moving forward in my life. I think, you know, they want to hold me captive, you know, to keep me from, you know, moving forward and just, if I would, if I had followed through a culinary school, if I had followed through, what would have happened is, you know, I would have gotten a job. I would have been able to pay bills. I would have been able to move forward past all of this nonsense. I'm trying to forgive my family. I would have been able to do that. They, Someone here doesn't want that to happen. So I believe my family has taken action in a way that I wouldn't have agreed with. So they're doing it possibly without my consent, possibly. But months ago, like almost a year ago, I had encountered a few ind- individuals that said, let us know when you want to do this a different way. If you ever want to do this a different way, let us know. Because we got ways of dealing with this individual. And I, di- I didn't agree to that because I said, you know, the Lord doesn't want me to handle it that way. He would never agree with me handling it that way. And I know that that is Satan. Satan wants to pull me away from the Lord pulled me out of my progress and so I said you know I'll I'll let you know only said I'll let you know because honestly I have to admit that a piece or a portion of me still did you know find interest in what they would possibly do and maybe doing it that way to see if it would be effective but only because I was in such a desperate place and I, you get to a desperate place and you're just like, nothing is working. I'm doing everything I can for the Lord and it's not working. And this individual doesn't seem to respond to forgiveness and patience and, you know, the way that the Lord wants things to be done, which is never an excuse not to do it the way that the Lord said to do it. But, you know, maybe their way could possibly move things in a different direction concerning at least this portion of things so that I could possibly make progress in another area. But I wasn't foolish enough to actually believe that because at the end of the day, if you do things that way, it will always come back to bite. It will always come back and fall on your head. You cannot use the ways of Satan in order to move forward in the ways of the Lord, but also understanding that if things were ever to happen that way, you know, what the what the devil meant for bad, God's going to use for good. You know, what was meant for bad, the Lord's going to use for good. Exodus 50, 20, I've loved that scripture for a while right now. Even though the Lord has told me that John three sixteen should always be my favorite. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. For whosoever shall believe it in him shall be saved. That's my favorite. It sets me free. But um, everything's adding up. Everything's coming into play. Everything's starting to make sense. Even though I understand that also when you operate in that manner, you have to understand that individuals that would do it that way wouldn't agree. 
that that's not the way to do it. So they may not agree with other things, which means that they may have, you know, selfish intent or different, you know, different things that they will benefit from that, of course, will have harmed you in your walk with God as well. So that is also coming into play. You know, how they want to stretch this out for years. And people will have suffered for that much that much more time, you know, instead of avoiding it as a whole. And I should have just nipped it in the bud. And I, I tried, but I'm, I just always, ever since the beginning of my walk a few years ago, I leave doors cracked. I've left doors cracked for Satan to kind of like stick a finger in. Then he's maneuvering his hand through. Next, you know, he has a foot in. Then he has half his body in. And then, you know, the door's wide open and he's running in and out, you know. And I don't I don't appreciate that. I don't want that. I don't want that. But it's just something that I have to overcome because when the Lord asks me, the Lord introduced the, the path I chose his path, but Satan, he interceded, excuse me, not interceded, but he intervened and he said, wait, there's another way that you could do things. You could go this way. And I have things over here that you may want. And immediately I said, there's nothing over there that I would ever want. And the Lord has told me that my whole life, if I ever deal with Satan, I will never benefit but I heard him out. I heard him not fully out, but I heard him for a second and that left a door cracked. Though I chose God, I still left that door cracked from even listening to him at all. You know, I should have never even entertained him. And so now, you know, it's coming back to bite me because in everything, that door is cracked. With every decision and every time he introduces a path or a way of doing things, he makes a way for me. I always leave a door cracked for Satan. I don't mean to do it, but it just happens that way now. I've left the door cracked in my faith, and I shouldn't have never done it. And so now it's affecting things. And that small little door crack, you wonder, how could that affect so much? But it just affects things, and things, you know, branch out into so much more. I've been trying to shut that door, you know, for a while now. I don't want people to be hurt or harmed. They are being hurt and harmed. But I was at the store and I was, I got coffee. I was about to read my Bible. And what I realized was these individuals that are wicked, they start to use people around me. There's just the, just community, just the, you know, average people around in the day going to and from the store, just hanging around. They started to use them against you. This individual, he walked up. He was having a, phone, a conversation on speakerphone. And it shouldn't affect me. I'm used to outside outside noise, and I can block it out. But what I saw was an opportunity to possibly fight demons off of this individual's life if, of course, they were being used by Satan. Because you know when they're being used by Satan when you are trying to be in the Lord's presence, and then they come as a distraction. So, I started fighting demons off of this individual. I started to hear the demons come out. He was on the phone with, I believe, his family. I feel that I connected with his child. His child cried for him. 
as the demons came out of him, I heard, uh, uh, I heard like him coughing the demons out. And I realized like they're trying to affect my work. They're trying to affect the work. They don't want demons caught off of individuals. Why? Why, of course, if this is for your own personal reasons, would a random person who has demons plaguing their life ever matter to you? If I called that demon off of them, how would that ever affect you or hurt you if, of course, you are not being used by Satan? And it was a confirmation. They are trying to affect my work as a whole. When I'm calling demons off of random people, you know, when I am exercising the power that the Lord has given me over these demonic authorities, they are doing everything they can to hinder me, but they still don't believe that they are being used by Satan. How could you not see that? Also understanding that they believe to themselves that, oh, I didn't do it because Satan is using me. I did it because I think it's funny or I did it just because I want to be in your way. I did it just because I want to hurt you or I want to stop you from being recognized or I want to whatever reason that they have. It makes it seem to them they're doing it on their own accord. That Satan is not using them. And that it's never the case. Satan is using you. And it's so clear to me. The Lord has given me sight to see. And I just want him to give you the same sight. And it's, you know, they just, <sighs> Satan uses them. They laugh. They laugh. They mock. He's hurting and harming them. So this morning, it was different things are brought into perspective, like how when they are, you know, um, when they are doing the things that they are doing, Satan is using them. They will do things like I will fight everything, every, I will fight them out. I'll fight with everything I have to keep them out of certain environments and keep them from using their bodies in negative ways, using their just doing their things that I know Satan is using them to. They will have, you know, said said or said to themselves, I'm doing what I want to do. You're just getting in the way. Or
they'll say things like, I'm glad this hurts you. That's why I'm doing it. Or, you know, They'll say things like, this hurts you, that's why I'm doing it. Or, you know, I'm doing what I want to do. I don't care what you think. Satan is not using me. I just wanted to do it. And they'll laugh in my face. And I know Satan is using them. I know he is. And so it was brought me to a perspective around 5 o'clock this morning. Was that when they do these things, seemingly believing that they are hurting me or just doing whatever they want to do and not having to follow the rules or whatever. They don't understand that they are enslaved to Satan. He's only hurting them. He's only hurting them. They'll do things like um, hurt their own people. And you think that, you know, that's what you want to do and that you're feeling, you know, you'll think that's what, that's what you want to do and that you're not actually... That Satan is not using you to do that, but how are you benefiting from hurting your own people? Of course he's using you. Of course he's using you. If he's if if the things that you do hurt the people that you love, how of course are you benefiting from that? And you can't see that Satan is using you. So Like, I'm in this place where, you know, maybe these individuals have got involved that have wanted to do things a different way. And it's my fault because sometimes I find relief in the way that they're doing things and I should never do that. And I know that means that I'm further away from God than I should be. I try and bring into perspective how he's using them like pawns, but they just play over things like that they think it's funny they laugh in my face it's so hilarious you know and they don't understand they're being kept from blessings I always tell them You're laughing in my face at the stuff that I'm telling you. But Satan is laughing in yours. He's laughing in your face at what he's making you do. And how he's using you and controlling you to do these wicked things. And you think that is what you want. And it's not. He's doing the same thing to me. Which is why I'm trying to help us all come together and be able to break free of him. We can only do that with the Lord. And people are rejecting that idea. Now they're trying to run back to past sin and different how things were before. And it's like I'm fighting this war. We're in this war. War for souls in the last days. And I'm not doing all that I can. And so I can see it's affecting different things. But, you know, the Lord is showing me that regardless of what they are doing, he's still using me. I'm still his vessel. He's still using me. As much as they try to hurt and affect me and stop things from happening, it's all up to how much I trust him and how much I'm willing to allow him to use me. I have to focus on that. I cannot get too caught up in what they're doing. It will all come around how it's supposed to. And if this is happening, then it's happening for a reason. 
I never intended to take that type of help. I never intended to actually see it that way. I intended for things to work out the way that the Lord intended for them to work out. Now we're finding finding ourselves in this place. And I wish that, you know, when they introduced this idea to me, certain people who would have found interest in this didn't even hear that or or even catch it. But now they are, you know, they are taking advantage of the opportunity. And I should have never even let it, I should have never marveled at it for even a second, which I, I marveled at it for a little tiny little bit. I marveled at it. Only because I was saying to myself, you have a way of doing things that another way of doing things. And I shouldn't have even allowed that in my heart because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And if he has a way of doing things, if this is the way that the Lord says to do it, there's no other way. There's no other way. But I kept telling myself, there has to be another way. And I felt like the Lord was placing that in my heart. It's not that I wanted to do it another way without God, but another way with him. This can't be the only way to do it with the Lord. He's He knows everything. He can create another way of doing these things. And I wanted him to create another way for me. I don't want to have to do it this way, but it's the hard way. I have to do it the hard way. There's no easy way to do it. He said it will be difficult. I can't avoid that. So things are messed up. Things are messed up. Things are falling apart. All that I've built and fought so hard to build is coming down. People are receiving consequences for things that I never meant for them to receive consequences for on Easter this year. Easter was really bad. Easter was so bad, but I didn't take offense to it because I realized Easter is a pagan holiday. I don't celebrate Easter. So them you know, making as much trouble as they did this Easter, I didn't really necessarily want to take offense to it. But what I realized is that they see it as a holiday that celebrates the Lord, and which is why they did it. And so that's why the intent. I still didn't want them to see consequences because I knew that Satan was using them. And now I felt that people are being hurt. Because of that, that was never my intent. And that's the problem with revenge. A lot of people caught in the mist or in the, you know, this in the wrong place at the wrong time get hurt, you know. They get hurt, and it's not fair. And you can't stop that. If you ever agree to anything against one individual, you can't stop everyone else that get hurt that gets hurt in the process. Because Satan is always using you when it's concerning revenge. I don't, I don't need it. I want to tell myself that, but there are pieces and parts of me that have entertained that over the years. And so that's coming back to bite. You know, pieces and parts of me when the Lord was saying, you never need revenge. Revenge is mine. And I would say, but Lord, I still feel like I have to do it that way because... They don't respond to anything else. They just keep hurting me. They just keep coming for me. They just keep coming at me. And it seems like revenge is the only way to show them that, you know, to leave me alone. But the Lord kept telling me it won't work. It doesn't work that way. I should have just listened and let go of the idea, but I didn't let go of the idea for a while. And so now that's hurting me. Now, I eventually let go of the idea. 
once I started to see how it affected our family. You know, it was two people in our family that were very vengeful. They were always tit for tat all day. You do something to me, I do something to you. These people were always tit for tat all day. You do something to me, I'll do do something to you. They would, you know, go back and forth at it all day, destroying each other's each other's things, and they would only cause enmity in our home. And you know, I just started to see like this never ends. They can go at it all day, and they just continually destroy each other's things, and they get angrier and angrier. And it just never solves anything. So I decided that I wasn't going to do that. And I decided that I was just going to take the hits. And they lost respect for me because of it. But that was okay as long as I knew why I was doing the things. I was doing it because I said to myself, if I start to train myself to be able to endure a tit-for-tat battle where I'm constantly going back and forth at you every time you do something... I will have trained myself in the wrong direction. And in the process, I will have lost, you know, an opportunity to be trained in another direction, to move forward and to find better things to spend my time on. If we're too busy destroying each other and destroying each other's things, what about all the time that could have been spent on bettering yourself and moving forward in a good direction so that you can be the best you instead of keeping someone from being the best of them? So I did everything I could to take that opportunity. But of course, Satan not going to let it go that easily just because you decided you weren't going to do things a certain way. Satan still would use the people around me who saw benefit in that. And they would just, anytime I would decide to spend spend this time on different things, like the Lord said, hobbies. He said, pick up hobbies. I would start trying to discover hobbies. Then Satan would just bring these people out the blue and I was minding my business. And they would just start destroying my things for no reason. In an attempt to get me to want to fight them back and start destroying things back. And it was so difficult for me to tear away from that. But I did the best that I could. Not the best that I could. The best I could would have been to never entertain it at all. Not even been affected or moved by it. But I was still affected. And that wasn't the best that I could do. But I still prevailed past it. Now here I am. And these things are still affecting me as on a level that it did affect me then. Though it wasn't much, it was still something. And that's what's happening now. It's not much, but it's something, you know. So. I have to deal with this. Distractions, things that aren't important. And in the process, Satan just laughs.
in the process, Satan just laughs. He just laughs. He's like, he's laughing. He's enjoying it so much. He's saying, you know, you won't get away that easily. But the Lord is showing me how to close all doors, prevail past these, giving me a second chance. I've been I've been awarded a second chance at life. And I'm wanting to take it. I'm wanting to eliminate anything that would have hindered me the first time. Do it right this time. Of course, same distractions, same, same thing, just different people. You know, maybe they're a little better this time because of you know, the good things I did do the first time. But those bad things I didn't do right the first time, they're still lingering in the second chance. And if I don't prove that I can eliminate these things like I did like I did it the first time, it history will have it repeated itself. I don't want that to happen. So I'm fighting. And it feels like it might be happening. And then I start to see to myself like you know, maybe, maybe reality of what thing, were things, how things were happening is true and not what the Lord was telling me that I can be better than all of this. You know, maybe the reality is that's just who I am. That's just where I land. That's just where I lie. I'm not exceptional. I'm not really phenomenal. I'm really just average or just maybe I'm good, but I'm not great. You know, and if things happen this way, it just proves it. If it happens again the second time and then every other chance he gives me, I just keep doing it the same way. It kind of proves that's just who I am. That's just where I lie. That's just where I land. I'm really not meant for more. And and what I had known that the first time around these opportunities were, you know, presented, I was just hindered by my environment my circumstances different things around me satan you know was using them and i really am better than that and if i was just given another opportunity with better circumstances and a better environment i would be able to do things the way that i intended i would be able to overcome it all and if i don't do it this time i will have disproved that theory so i'm just kind of like i'm hurting hurting because I'm like thinking to myself maybe I'm really not better maybe I'm really just you know what my environment said I was though I overcame some things I won't be able to overcome them all because that's just where I'll land when I'm given an opportunity to do things better I don't Maybe that's just my fault, but I still don't believe that. I still don't. I never believed it the first time. I, I'll never believe that. And I think at the end of the day, regardless of if you can change things or make a difference, what it comes down to is your hope in God, your faith, and your trust that this is deception. These are lies. I am not confined to this environment or my circumstances. I can't rise above. These things do not dictate my future. They never will. Satan hates when you have that hope. He hates that. He hates it so bad. Like, you know, how dare you believe God's truth? 
You know, he's such a liar. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. The Lord says I will prevail, but it will have it will have taken me becoming my best self. It will have taken me giving him my all. I cannot avoid that part. I have to do it. But I've always said if given an opportunity, I would. So it's the chance to prove it. And no, I don't get to avoid the extra added hindrances, obstacles, delays, and setbacks from before. They're still here in a different form. I still have to do the work. I can't skip it. But good thing I'm not lazy. I never intended to skip it. You know, though I felt that I've showed signs of laziness before. Because if I had skipped it before, then maybe it wouldn't have still been overlapping into my second chance. You know, if I if I if I hadn't skipped it before, it would have been skipped. So you only cheat yourself. Do the work. But you know, it's always a big blessing. Is that when you decided to do things, whether or not they would have benefited you later or not, just because of who you are. You decided to suffer. You decided to be who you were, and you decided for things to work out. Excuse me, you decided to do things whether they worked out for you or, or turned into a blessing later or not. They are turning into a blessing. You never expected a blessing, but it is a blessing. That's what's happening to me now. All these blessings, you know, that I just have so much to be grateful for and thankful for. So this morning had exposed that as well. Maybe somebody is like me, but I just don't like them. And I've always hated the idea that people say, oh, my gosh, this person, I hated them so much at first. Like, we hated each other, but now we get along. Like, I've always hated that idea because I've always said to myself, God can provide a perfect person for you that you don't have to hate first. If you hate them first, it's a bad sign. I just don't agree with hating somebody first and then y'all coming, y'all, y'all overcoming different things like each other. I don't like that. I don't feel like you should have to go through that. If they're right for you, you won't have to hate them ever. You will never have hated them. Things can't be perfect from start to finish with God. He can provide an opportunity. So if anybody shows up and you hate them first, that's a red flag. But I've also still appreciated overcoming situations. You hated somebody at first, but you guys overcame your differences, let down your pride, and prevailed past something. And now you guys work so well together. It makes no sense. And, you know, it's a wonderful story. I just don't want it to be mine. 